There we go. My phone notified me. We are live. It is episode 65 of the At Aji's Pod with myself, Jason Bertitas. And there he is, Harry Mays, looking spry, fresh off a U.S. Open weekend. What's going on? <laughs> Not a whole hell of a lot now that the U.S. <laughs> Open is over, man. This is like really the... Uh... You know, the dregs, the slow dregs season of the summer where you're just kind of waiting for football to start again. The, the dog days of sports talk. Harry. Yeah, it really is. I, I don't I don't I don't envy those guys having to go in there every day and trying to cobble together four hours. Yeah, uh, because this this was the time when you were just like, shit, I, I would advocate to the boss that we should just go dark for the month of July. Save the electric just, bill. Just play remix, you know, like best ofs and stuff. And, you know, any kind of, if we had any live games, you play them, but, but there's no, there's no need. Nobody needs to hear us for a month. Yeah. Give me a month off. Yeah, I agree. He hated that. If you want to look, I think you should just change the format. We could have been like an AOR station. Right. Like, like you play know, some music. music. Yeah. yeah. The, I know. the midday show album side at noon. Oh, right? I would love that. <laughs> that would be great. Read some read liner the, notes. Read the liner notes. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, yes. That would have been to the good. edge. Yeah. <laughs> Sit back for 25 minutes. You know, this was Headley Grange. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, but there was a big, uh, big concert down in uh, Wildwood over the weekend, too. Did you see uh, Jordan Mylotta took the stage, man? And uh, he was but singing. With Darius Rucker, yeah, yeah. Hootie, uh, the song "All Right," which I guess is uh, one of Darius's uh, hits post Hootie and the Blowfish, he oh, sounded okay. pretty good. He can he like apparently he like plays the ukulele and stuff. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's, we knew that. Playing. Like when when they got him, like yeah. when you talk about him playing the ukulele, and a lot of people didn't like him playing the ukulele. They thought it was not manly enough, you know, for a big six foot eight, three hundred and eighty pound tackle. He looked like he was playing a spoon. I know. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> you ever notice it's always those guys that play the ukulele. They're always like Samoan or Hawaiian. They're always big dudes. Yeah. You know, and the, and the thing is literally like, yeah, like you said, it's like a little uh, like a toy instrument in their hands. Yeah. It's like yeah. one you'd get out of the crane on the boardwalk in Wildwood. Harry. <laughs> <laughs> you'd win you know, that little crane. You can win yeah. one. Yeah, but I heard the concert was pretty good. That's becoming a big deal. The guys, I know some of the guys that are involved in it and, uh, you know, the the they own it. They purchased, I, I guess, the rights to it from this concert that used to take place in Myrtle Beach every summer and moved it up to Wildwood. And it's getting bigger and bigger and bigger every year. They had Blake Shelton in as no one shit. of the headliners. He apparently got a million five to fly wow. in on his private plane do a show for about an hour, hour and a half, and then fly back to Oklahoma. How about that for a night's work? Wow. That's a good yeah. gig if you can get it. Yeah, and then and they had uh, Kid Rock, I think, closed it down on Sunday night. And, of course, Darius Rucker and a, a bunch of other big names. It's just getting bigger and bigger. Huge. Wow. That, the thing about that, too, is Wildwood's a perfect beach for it. Yes. Because it's the huge beaches beach. are huge. Yes. Huge. Right? Yeah. So you could it's, pack a shit ton of people on that beach yeah. and have a you know, big stage set up and the whole thing. I, I've never seen a concert on the beach, like a big concert on the beach. I have. I saw Neil Young one summer at oh, Atlantic wow. City at the Steel Pier. Okay. They used to do shows. There was a couple summers in the 80s where they, they sort of brought back 
uh, concerts at the Steel Pier, and Neil Young was there one night. Me and my buddy Mike Moore, I was down in Avalon. We drove up from Avalon to go to the concert. It was awesome. It was so, probably so like eighty five. Beach watching. Yeah, well, well you're, there were the like grandstands and stuff like on the beach. Gotcha. Yeah, it was it was good. It was yeah, that's good. pretty it, cool. It's called the, the Barefoot right, Country Music Festival. The, the the right band on the beach as it's you know getting dusk to dark. Yeah, as the sand is not hot anymore, right. you start to get the cold sand. That's that's a good time. Yeah, but I got to imagine you got to be pretty careful with some of the the overserved people rendering their way to the surf harry <laughs> yeah. yeah i don't think the lifeguards are on duty then no yeah. they're out yeah. but yeah. uh yeah that's pretty cool i gotta go check out one of those shows yeah i'd, I'd be into that because i'm going to the shore next week harry oh you are now what did you do for father's day father's day uh we actually um we bought a, a camp so we went up there and went camping oh this up is up in- near uh morgantown right yeah up there narvon pa by the narvon Road raceway Harry. yeah 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 where the top fuels and funny cars are up there. Yeah, my and wife actually lived in Narvon as a kid for a little while. Is that right? Yeah. Beautiful area. Mm-hmm. So we were up there for the weekend with the kids and everything and just chilling in the I just laid around in the woods. I took a three-hour siesta in a, in a hammock car between mm-hmm. two trees that I tied it off on. Wow. Yeah. And you just and tied one off and just sat there. Now, what were you wearing? What kind of clo- what, what clothes were you wearing? I just a pair of shorts and a pair of flip-flops and, yeah. you know appropriate summer wear i wasn't you know i wasn't wearing a speedo or anything like that did you put on the sunscreen i was in the woods i mean i'm well, the... i got a nice canopy of trees there oh okay okay so yeah it was beautiful just all right. chilling all weekend and your lady went out and, and bought a golf cart hair so we can putz around on the golf cart oh my all God. buckled oh, it's a four-seater though oh yeah okay i know i know a lot of people at the shore have those yeah you know, and then they'll just take them to to go out to restaurants and stuff at night. They'll just take the the golf carts. Much but, easier. Yeah, but um, I was up actually in, down in your area yesterday. Oh, is that right? Yeah, I played in a, a charity golf event at Broad Run. Okay, you and I played there many years ago. Yes, and it's in better shape now. It, it was really right? good. Yeah. Um, we had, I recall we had a great it was time. not up to your standards when we played. No, it wasn't. But it was yesterday. The place is wow. really good. And uh, so I highly recommend it. Uh, people check that place out. Broad Run down. Uh, what's it? West Bradford? West Stroudsburg town? Road, Harry. I lived a mile and a half past that. But what's the um, township? That's West Bradford Township. West yeah. Bradford Township. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yep. it's like I, going around your ass to get to your elbow to get there. I mean, yeah. it's unbelievable. All the turns you take on these little backcountry roads. Mm-hmm. I was totally yeah. lost. If it weren't for ways, I never would have found it. Yeah. I lived not even two miles from there, uh, mm-hmm. just past the state police barracks up there off West Stroudsburg Road for for many years uh, okay. out there in the sticks. and Not far from nothing, 322. Not really, too far right? at all. Yeah. 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 Um, not a track that you want to walk. No. I don't, I don't even think you could walk it. <laughs> no, it's too, to be it's honest too spread me. out. It is massive, that property. Yeah. And a it used lot to of be hills. called Tattersall. Correct. That was private when it was called yes. Tattersall. Yep. And that's, uh, that was the neighborhood and everything. They tra- changed it. And uh, it's a good spot. It's a, it's I think that couple. was back. When was that? Back in the early to mid 90s when that opened as Tattersall? May have been even later. May have been around 2002. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Maybe even later. Yeah. Yeah. And then I guess they couldn't make a go of it as a private club. And then it went public. They changed the name, rebranded it, and so forth. But yeah, yeah it's in really good shape, man. We finished uh, T3. 
in the event, 10 under, 12 under one at two teams tied at 12 under. And then they had a, uh, you know, decided how they did the playoff. I think the, the better back nine score uh, was one of the groups and they ended up winning it by virtue of that. But we were T3 and uh, I drained a lot of putts and I hit on the one of the par fives, the 15th hole, I believe it was. It's had a, kind of an uphill par five. You're right on the top of the mountain, but it's still uphill. We were 237 out with our tee shot and I hit a three wood to seven feet. Wow. And made the eagle. We made eagle on that hole. Wow. That was that's when you just got to pack up your bag right after that hair and go home. It's not going to get any better. Right. I looked like Wyndham Clark on the 14th (laughs) hole when he nutted that three wood or whatever, five wood or three wood. I forget what he even did in there onto the par five and ended up making birdie. Rory made bogey on that hole. And that was the difference in the U.S. Open. Wow. Yeah. Now, I did see a tweet of yours during the U.S. Open. They were having some audio issues, I understand, Harry. Oh, it's terrible. Audio. I mean, how can you screw and, up a production like that? I, dude, I, I think NBC sucks, okay, as far as the golf. I I, I can't stand their crew. First of all, here's the, my question. They're paying Mike Tarico like $20 million a year or whatever the fuck it is. It's some obscene number. He's only doing football. Why wasn't Mike Tarico on the golf? He's great with golf. He is versatile. He's a versatile play-by-play guy yeah. in all aspects. And, and golf is kind of like a host almost. Yeah, he gets golf. Like he gets yeah. it. You know, so he just does Olympics and football. What a gig. Yeah, that is a hell of a gig for that kind of payday, especially a guy that has been like kind of the Swiss Army knife broadcaster yeah. used all over. Because I mean, like I, Dan Hicks and Azing, right? I, I, I can't take it. I just yeah, I, t- I tell you what, Gruden could not have been happy about his usage or lack of usage there. I'll tell you what, this Mike Tarico. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think Tarico's good though. I do too. I I, I do as well. And without Johnny Miller, it's kind of like yeah, yeah. Give me yeah. Johnny Miller, or and as soon as he retired, ditch those other nerds, get them out. Yeah, I'll tell you. Yeah, yeah. Azinger is no Johnny Miller. No God, no. Johnny Miller was fantastic. No. Oftentimes. Um, critical overly critical to players players yes. did not like it because he was honest right right he'd be like he's like oh. you in the booth you have got to hit a better way i would have loved to hear what he said when rory put a 125 yard wedge shot into the embedded it into the bunker yeah with a with a 56 degree wedge didn't hit the he green roasted him yeah and he should have yeah and, and that's why johnny johnny miller was great i loved yeah. listening to him and the, the the broadcast that he was on uh, other than that how how was how was the u.s open for you well i'm an anybody but mcelroy guy so i was glad that he didn't win it because the media just roots for him it's like the rory mcelroy network uh was broadcasting the thing that you know they refused to really t- talk about how great Wyndham clark was playing it was always trying to find a way that rory could still win the tournament wedging Na- him in nauseating there. Yeah. Uh, Wyndham Clark was terrific. Uh, he executed so many different uh, times. He got a couple of breaks and you got to have some breaks to win a win a tournament like that. But man, he, you know, he legitimized his first win at the Wells Fargo a couple of weeks ago. He's got two now. He's, you know, one of these, he's a late twenties guy, not necessarily a young gun, but you know, he's entering the prime of his career and he's got two wins. So uh, you like when these guys win multiple times, it doesn't make it seem like it was a fluke. You know, yeah, they belong. Um, yeah. And I love the golf course. I thought it was great. Um, you know, there's a lot of criticism about there's there weren't enough fans allowed in there. The place is so 
the way it was is constructed to have a lot of fans moving around the property is just it's you can't there's a lot of places you can't go like yeah. the playboy mansion corner which is where R ricky fowler made a huge putt like a 72 foot putt for birdie there's been a lot uh, of putts made that playboy mansion corner huh? well yeah there was a lot a lot of things going in the hole at that place there's no doubt about it but this at the 13th green and the 14th tee are back at this remote corner and then the hedge, there's a hedge row, and then there's the Playboy Mansion. Well, they don't want people milling around back there, so they they cut off the you know, the access to it. So he makes this putt, and there was hardly a clap. So people yeah. were ripping the tournament for that. It's like, dude, yeah. like Dave Portnoy, this is outrageous. Like, idiot, do you know where this is? Like, you can't get back there. Yeah. Like, it's just unfortunate that he made it on that hole. Was there a bustle of hedgerow here? A bustle in the hedgerow, yes. A nice Led Zeppelin reference. But I think there was only like 24,000 tickets. And 14,000 of those, I believe, were the hospitality tickets, which is access to the tents. And yeah. they're more expensive. There was only like 9,000 general admission tickets. Like follow which, a group around. Well, well, yeah, just to get into the place, the grounds yeah. ticket. And those are the people generally that are drinking beers and making noise and making it seem like, you know, when somebody makes something happen, they go nuts. And there wasn't a lot of that. It was like a corporate U.S. Open. Well, so it was kind of dulled. You, and to couple that with the fact that what just went down with Liv in the PGA. Yeah. And, and it, it creates a very easy narrative mm -hmm. for the low-hanging fruit, you know, hot takers out there. Right. right. Uh, this happened. The sport's dying now yeah. because golf is dead. Yeah. yeah. It's, okay. It's, everybody wants to pronounce everything's dead mm -hmm. way before it's dead. You know what I mean? I pronounced sports radio dead back in 2014. I think I was right. Yeah, and and you were on it at the time. You matter of fact, you announced that sports radio was dead hair on your sports radio show. I did it. I did. You're right. <laughs> I tell you, that's foresight, Harry. Yes. <laughs> I think you were right too. Oh um, man. I think we all knew it at the yeah. time, but we didn't. Maybe we didn't want to admit it at right. the time. Right. But um, uh, what about this mess with I-95, man? Are you are you keeping track of this thing? They've got like a live cam on the on the rebuild of yeah. it, apparently, right? What, what, did you get to flip on the cam so you can watch people, six guys watching one guy work and then take yeah. a break? <laughs> yeah. Is that the deal? I haven't been watching it. Um, thank God I don't have to go that direction and on that road. Because yeah, that, that well. has got to be a freaking nightmare for the people yeah. that have to commute to work and actually use that stretch. That's I awful. It's a lot dumping onto 295 in both directions because it kind of runs parallel in Jersey. And I'll have to do that the next two days, tomorrow and Thursday. I got to go to the, as we call it in uh, in hockey parlance, sorry, FTC, the Flyers Training Center. Oh. To go there tomorrow to tape a uh, broadcaster's roundtable podcast. Okay. And then I have to go there on Thursday for uh, to tape an interview with Danny Briere after his media availability. So, um, so I, I may be getting some of the shrapnel from this, uh -huh. but, but why did people have this necessary thing to have to be a voyeur and look at, like, you ever see these webcams of like some Eagle that's got a sitting on an egg and they're waiting for oh, the yeah. egg to, like, why are we watching these things? Cause people are bored and they, they'll, they'll just watch anything. 
I mean, it becomes this whole thing. They're like they're waiting for a baby whale to give birth to its calves or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like I yeah. don't. Or care. like the pandas in the zoo or something. Yeah. When they have a kid when they have a baby panda, right? Yeah. yeah. I, I don't need to see all this. Yeah, I don't need. I don't care. I mean, I, I'm out on the webcam. Yeah. You know. Meanwhile, yeah. we're doing. I don't show need twenty four seven footage of, of anything. anything. Of anything. No. Yeah. No. It's yeah. exactly right, Harry. So <laughs> yeah, I mean, the ninety five thing is is wild. And, you know, just in time for the shore traffic and everything oh, yeah. to have to Brutal. deal with that. We'll see how fast they can get this done in because, I mean, that part of 95 up there has been under construction since I was birthed. Oh, I know. It's constantly right? under construction. Yeah. And like it was a nightmare to begin with. And now I can't imagine how bad it must be. Yeah, it must be just an absolute total mess. I mean, yeah. 202, when I moved back to Westchester from Old City. And we were, I was working in Ballakinwood at WIP and then at Ballakinwood with the Fanatic. I, I'd take 202 to 76 mm-hmm. and oftentimes get off 76 to pick you up when you had to bum ankle. Right. But 202 was under construction, that widening project, I think for a decade. Yeah. And as soon as it opened up, and it was beautiful for about a month, and then I got fired. And I didn't have to travel 202 anymore. I'm like, God damn it. I wanted to take advantage of this. Right, right. All I didn't care about years. not going into work anymore. No, no. All these years of, of toiling on 202 under construction, then you get fired. Yeah. I remember <laughs> going home. I would, I, My wife would text me and say, what time are you going to be home? I'd, I'd call her and I'd say, let me get around this bend to see how far it's backed up here mm. before Swedes for Row where it went into two lanes. Then I can tell you. Right. Because if right. I came around the bend and it was pretty flush, I'm good. I'll be well, home in 20 minutes. That's the problem with living so far out, man. It's like when I was in Phoenixville, that was, that was an issue too. Yeah. Oh. Well, you had 422 there, right? Well, no, I'd go 23 through the park. Okay. Valley Forge Park. But that, uh, you know, certain times a day, that's like leaving an Eagles game. Yeah. Yeah. And with all the traffic lights, it's just yep. one solid stream of traffic that, you know, it's going five miles an hour. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's a it, it has been a pain in the ass driving all the way out to where I live in Westchester. Yeah, but when I get out here, I'm like, thank God I'm here. Right, right. right. So it, it's not bad, but um, you know, coming up this weekend, I'm going. To, we're going down to the shore. Mm-hmm. We're leaving Saturday. Mm-hmm. We got Ocean City, New Jersey. We went to Ocean City, Maryland last year. Okay, my first time ever, by the way, in Ocean City, Maryland. Love great Ocean trip. City, Maryland. Yep, it was it was so different too. Like it was refreshing to go, but mm-hmm. we're going back to the New Jersey this year. We're going to Ocean City, New Jersey, and I'm staying on Seventh Street, Harry, and right up on the boardwalk, a block and a half from where I'll be staying for the week, is our sponsor, the Fudge Kitchen. Get I out! Saw of town. it on the map. Yep, it's a Seventh in the boardwalk, the wow. Fudge Kitchen. I'm like, I told Angie, I said, "Hey, we're staying in our sponsor. You know, Harry and I sponsor for the Odd Cheese Pie." She goes, "Oh, we'll have to go in." I go, "Like." It didn't matter that they were a sponsor. You were going in anyway. Well, right. She's going to get a couple of edibles, get all buckled, and then yep. go eat some fudge. Yep. She said today she's got a she's got to Google where the closest uh, dispensary is in Ocean to Ocean City, because in Jersey they do sell recreational edibles. In PA yeah. they do not. You can't get booze in Ocean City, Mar- or New Jersey. <laughs> Are you expecting you're going to get edibles? I don't. But it's dr- it's dry of alcohol, Harry. Does it have to be dry of the? Uh, I would think so. Yeah, probably. You're probably right. Yeah. But, but yeah, the official sponsor. a place in Brigantine, though. So Okay. Well, that's not too far. That's near Atlantic City. Official sponsor for Not For Long Media and the IG's podcast. You heard it, the original Fudge Kitchen, a staple of the Jersey Shore. Six locations, Cape May, Wildwood, Stone Harbor, and Ocean City, right near where uh, 
Jason's going to be vacationing for a week. You're going to have to do a video when you go in there. Like, you, yeah, you put it up on uh, put it up on social media. The original Fudge Kitchen makes all their fudge right in the store, guaranteeing a delicious product. Stop by, let them know that N4L sent you. Now you got to do that. You got to let them know who you are, and that Not for Long Media sent you there. Okay. I won't tell them who I am. I'll just say I hear about you guys on the OGs podcast. You ah, gotta keep advertising there. That's and I'll go good. in and lo- get the old lady out with the credit card and really make a nice purchase. That's good. Yeah. But if you're not able to visit in person, they ship it across the USA. Check them out at fudgekitchens.com, the original fudge kitchen shipping fudge and sweet treats across the country. Nice. Did you see did you see um the new uh flyer jerseys that were uh unveiled today, Harry? I mean, I, you know, uh, I did, uh, it was on crossing broad. They had a picture of it. Um, but I mean, who cares? What, looks what like the think, old, what ones. do you think of them though? It's, it's the, the other orange, it's called the burnt orange, oh, right? So I'll, I'll put it up on the screen here so people yeah. can see and you'll see, uh, yeah, there we go. That's uh, okay. Travis Sanheim. Okay. Is that Travis Sanheim? Why is he wearing 23? He's not number 23. But that is Travis uh, and I. So there's yeah. there's uh Sandheim in the jersey in the okay. in the road whites. Mm-hmm. And then there's Owen Tippett in the home orange with the black numerals on the sleeve. What do you think mm. of that? I mean, yeah, it's yeah, nothing. I don't think anything. You don't think it, anything of No, it. I mean this team, you know, they keep uh, mascots, new jerseys. When are they gonna fucking win? What? Okay. Yeah, I'm like all in all, the jersey. Who's in the jersey right now? Exactly. Now you're yeah. you're zotsing in and out there. What something happened? No, let me stop that. There yeah, the uh, it matters who's wearing the sweater, not the color of the sweater or the fact that the numbers are all white or black. Who cares? So you haven't gotten caught up in the Kelly Green mania, no. of Eagle fans, no. <laughs> Does that that has to come up? That's like an obligatory like argument at the, around this time of year when nothing's going on. Yeah. You're going to bring back the Kelly green. Yeah. yeah. People go nuts in the black uniforms. Always a divisive one. Half yeah. the people love it. Half the people I don't like the it. black uniforms because that's not their color. I do like the black Jersey though. Well, yeah. For the LA Ra- or the Las Vegas Raiders. I like it or the Steelers. I like it for the Eagles too. You do. I like the flyers black ones too. Yeah. Oh, I've always been a fan of that. I like those. I don't know why. Yeah. But again, I mean, it, it is about who's in the, the uniform, yeah. not what the actual uniform looks well, like. Well, the draft is coming up, right? Yeah, next week. When I'm down the to the NBA shore, Wednesday draft, night will be the first round. NBA draft is this week, I think, and then the NHL is next week. Yeah. So who's it looking like they're probably going to take, or or who would be available? Where do they pick, like seventh or something? They have seven and 22 okay. in the first round because of that Proveroff trade. They end up picking up 22. Uh, at seven, I don't I don't think this Matt Bay Mishkov is going to end. Be Matt Bay Mishkov rushing to the cage. I don't think he's going to be there. Okay. Although he would be a Tom Byrne favorite. Although it's not a great Russian name for Tom Byrne. No. He likes a few more syllables, like a like like a Swede, like Uka Pekka Lukanen, Harry. That's that's a Tom Byrne special. Does, does he play for uh, Nashville? <laughs> no, he's Buffalo. Oh, because Nashville has all those Swedes. Yeah. Dabby, yeah. UC Saros. <laughs> he loves those guys. I know. Could I you know. hear him breaking down the goaltending of Uka Pekka Lukanen? Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> but, Fantastic. Um, so it depends who's going to be there. I mean, yeah. T- nine of the top 10 ranked players by best player available are forwards. 
But if you're picking mm. at seven, I, I don't have any inside information here, but if you're picking at seven, you go, I'm going to take either the seventh best forward or the number one ranked defenseman. Mm. You know, do you, do you start to think about that at that point in the draft? Right. So I don't well, know. Uh, you don't think they could package the two picks to move up a slot or two? Is it was that worth doing? In a draft like this, where it's really good, I don't think there's a big appetite for teams to move out of it to incur risk going, you traded down three spots and they ended up with a player that's 10 times better than the one that you got at seven. Wow. Okay. So if you're if you're drafting third, you're Columbus. Are you going to draft down, slide down? Probably not. Mm. So the price to move up, I think, would be so exorbitant that I, mm. I don't know that it's really in the cards to happen in a draft like this. You, For a general manager to do that, Harry, you're really incurring a lot of risk. Okay. Well, I saw where uh, Briere apparently, allegedly, was uh, close to moving Kevin Hayes. Well, yeah, his name has been out there for a while, yeah. attached to Columbus as well. His house is on the market. I don't know if it's sold yet or not, but mm. – um, he doesn't expect to be here. That was really indicative of his exit press conference. Uh, but we'll see. I mm. mean, you're gonna have to probably gonna have to eat some money on that contract. Wow. Maybe he goes to Boston because Bergeron's retiring. Is there any still any talk about them trading the goaltender? Yeah, there's a little buzz out there still. Wow. Um, they calmed down heart. for a bit. Hmm. Um, but we'll a guy that uh, that I do stick to hockey with, Anthony Demarco. You know, was saying that it may be heating up again. So. Mm. We'll see. You got to be careful, though, man. Trading a goal. You don't get a great return for that position. Yeah. You just don't get the you don't get the return that's commensurate with the importance of the position, which is odd, right? Mm, yeah. And it was a big trade in the NBA. Bradley Beal uh, yep. was shipped from Washington to Phoenix, uh, I guess, for Chris Paul and probably some other stuff. I don't know. But those were the two notable names. Um and the Sixers are going to do, huh? I, I, I don't know. It looks like Run they want. They're going to try to re-sign Harden. Was that a, was that a mistake? Yeah. Well, if they can get him for only two years, it's it's probably all right. But if you go, you can't go four years with that guy. Well, they all opt out anyway. Well, I know, but I mean, you know, a two-year deal, I I could stomach that, I guess. Yeah, but. <laughs> As constructed with Harden and Embiid, they're not capable of winning it. No. I mean, no. So don't you have to do something different? I mean, at, the, at this point, are all the processors at this point at, at the at the belief that they should restart the process? Because as currently, I mean, Embiid's almost 30 now, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, do, do they want to restart the process, Harry, and do it over again? I'm, I'm just so done with it all. I am too. I really am. Yeah, I, I wasn't on board with it from the get. But yeah, I, I did enjoy watching Denver play, and I enjoyed seeing Jimmy Butler get as far as he did with that team. As an eight although seat. he kind of went to sleep in the in the finals too. Yeah, I think he was worn down, Harry. Yeah, you think so? Uh, he yeah. carried them so far, and you only get, can do that so far. Did you see the Denver parade though? No, I didn't. I'd like to thank the six people that came out for it. Is that right? <laughs> oh my god, it was embarrassing. Well, I know, it looked like. Look like a high school math team won their championship. Wow. I know Jokic was a little upset that he had to stick around a couple more days to, to, to do the stupid parade. He wanted yeah, he to go back like, to I'm Europe. I'm sticking around for this. <laughs> right. Exactly. Give me a parade. <laughs> right. <laughs> Meanwhile, the uh, Vegas Gold Knights parade, you know, they can throw a party out there. Mm -hmm. Those dudes were 
buckled. Really? Oh, he tried <laughs> to get William Carlson off the stage because he was just so ripped wow. and just dropping f bomb after. I mean, he was all over it, and wow. there was I no easy that. way to get off him off the stage unless you grabbed the potato sack, threw it over his entire body, and threw it over your shoulder and hauled him off. Wow. And then the Phillies have won like 13 of their last 15 games. Well, they brought the song back, Harry. Oh, is that why? The Dancing on My Own song. Oh, God. By Callum Scott, the cover of the Robin song. And now all of a sudden, you know, they're they're steaming again. Mm-hmm. So, they were playing a lot of shit teams, too. Yeah. Okay. I mean, what the Diamondbacks, the Oakland A's, the Detroit Tigers. But you got to beat those. You got to beat right? those teams, and they yeah. did it. So 13 I mean, out of for 15. years. Now they got the Braves in town. Yeah. Well, for years, the Marlins were their undoing. The yeah. Marlins stunk. Oh, yeah. So um, real quick, did you see this um, story of the missing submarine? That No. There's this company. I forget what the company's called. Titan or something like that. And they have this little mini submarine and they go down and they look at shipwrecks and they're looking at the Titanic. There's like five people on board. It's the, and there's like sitting in like this capsule and mm-hmm. this thing is now gone missing for like two and a half days. They oh, have like wow. 40 hours of oxygen left and they can't find this thing anywhere. Wow. You're, you're looking about a, a rescue that's submerged and under underwater and, you know, on top of the water, they're looking at both areas to try and find. They have no contact with it. Wow! And these people like buy tickets to go on this thing, and I imagine you got to be loaded, yeah, to go on this. Little Could the thing have depressurized and everybody inside is already dead? Like it happens with an airplane every once in a while. Could oh. I mean it, you never know? The thing could have had a catastrophic failure mm-hmm. of some sort, but they can't find this thing. They're looking for it, and. Like I like I it'd be cool to see the Titanic down there and everything, but you can't dive down there as a scuba diver. It's just too deep. Mm-hmm. And you have to go in one of these pressurized, you know, unit like that. But I'm telling you, if, if I got if I'm loaded with cash, like a multimillionaire, billionaire, whatever, I am not taking that kind of risk. No. I got no, no desire to see the Titanic. I mean, what, what else are you gonna find about about the Titanic that hasn't already been found? Yeah, watch the movie. I mean, that wasn't that like 1912. Yeah. <laughs> well, they have I all mean, these seriously. graphic images now because they have these drones and stuff that underwater drones and stuff that can fly like in all the rooms and everything. Mm-hmm. So I, I can I can look at it on the TV. I'm just fine. Yeah. But, oh, yeah. man. Yeah. I can't think of anything worse, though, being trapped in a submarine oh. that has got some kind of failure and you can't get it to the surface. A couple miles below the, the surface. Yeah. How far down are they? How far down is that? Uh, 13,000 feet deep. So now, that's almost about three the size miles. of a minivan with it's five Almost people three miles. Yeah. 5,280 feet is a mile. So it's more than two miles, almost three. <sighs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. I'm out. I'm out on no, that. Me, so me too. I'm not in that at all. Um, anything else you want to get to on this um, happy hour edition, Harry? There is, uh, there is nothing going on. John Shelton messages in and says, Martinez is going right to the barn after this to stone Pat Egan. Nah, Martinez <laughs> is Martinez is retired. You're retired? I have not put on – I put on skates quite a bit in the wintertime because I was coaching. Mm-hmm. So I was on the ice a lot. But yeah. I have not put on, put on the uh, smelly hockey bag of goalie gear in over a year now. 
about wow. 15 months. Wow. I have not put my hand in the blocker, Harry, or the trapper. Is it still sweaty if you put your I'm hand sure. in there? Yeah. Oh, God, it probably smells awful. Oh, it's gross. I got to get some fresh sweat on the palms of those things. Oh, God. They're probably crispy at this point. Oh, not Terry Crisp, <laughs> but crispy. So, yeah, I, I'm itching a little bit to get back out there, but yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm 51 now, Harry. I'm beat up, man. Yeah. Yeah. I got nothing left. <clears throat> I'm shot. You're shot. Yeah. Hips are shot. Remember when Bruno would say that about like 20 minutes after 10 o'clock? Yeah. First segment of the show. I'm shot. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, he came on, said hello, teed you up, read the show teed up sheet. Eunice, read the show sheet and took a break. <laughs> Unbelievable. Did you see he got a boat? Uh yeah. Yeah, that's that's not a good investment. <laughs> you just like need friends with boats that's what yes. you need okay yes Jeez. it's one of those things you don't want to have to care for and maintain no but like going into a swimming pool is great yeah but having to maintain the swimming pool and yeah. just throw money after dollar after dollar in chemicals to keep it oh what a nightmare yeah, yeah i grew up with a swimming pool so i know exactly what you're talking yeah. about. yeah me and the old lady had one at the house out there in west bradford harry oh yeah we had a 98,000-gallon uh, in-ground pool, black bottom, mm -hmm. concrete, the whole thing. It was built in 1978, the pool. And I got so sick of this thing and throwing so much money into it because it was black bottom, and it would grow algae in, like, the, the drop of a hat. Mm -hmm. So I'm shocking the shit out of this thing every 10 minutes, it seemed. Right. And vacuuming it and skimming it and all this. I had the robot, the whole thing. And eventually, I drained that thing. My buddy came over with a big concrete drill we drilled huge holes in the concrete knocked all the the coping around the sides you know into yeah, the yeah. pool and he brought his little skid steer over with the forks and we took the the apron around it flipped it right into the pool and i got seven triaxles of filled dirt and filled that sucker in wow seven triaxle loads Holy. it was like a mountain and he just wow. went out there with his thing and <laughs> smoothed it all out what does he have a bobcat yeah it's great <laughs> Went out there and did it in a couple hours, wow. right? And so people, when we sold the house, moved in. It'd be a great spot for a pool. They go to get one in to go. Oh shit! There's already one here. Oh, there's an old snowmobile in here. Too. <laughs> we had like a dilapidated horse barn in the back that we knocked down and put that in the pool too. Did Just you filled it all in? Yeah, rotted wood. Uh, yeah, well, that that'll decompose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all. That's all that's combustible material. Yeah. So good. Um. Anything else you want to get to? No, nah, I think we hit it all. We did hit. I think we hit it all as well. Yeah. We, frankly, we hit it all, Harry. It's seven minutes in. Exactly. <laughs> as soon as we were done the U.S. Open talk, we were done. Stretch. Stretch. Right, I got to get to a break. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Oh, all right. That's it. That's episode 65. We'll talk to everybody next week. We'll talk to you from the shore and the fudge kitchen. Everybody, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. We'll talk to you next time with the Odd Cheese Podcast. Peace. I don't know how I'm going to tell you. I can't play with you no more. I don't know how I'm going to do what Mama told me. My friend.